Recall. Oh, welcome to Toast Recall, the podcast where we talk about a movie we can't remember very well, eat pizzas and salads with the viewing of that movie, come back full of that mm-hmm. and ourselves, and talk about again what we've <laughs> learned about everything. My name is Dan. This is Motley. I'm also Dan. And I'm Beth. And our movie this uh, holiday season is uh, How Harry Met Sally. When, when Her- the meeting of Harry and Sally and Great. their time together. Crushed it. I have not seen it and don't know why we're doing it for the holidays. Wow. <laughs> this is one of the brilliant things about When Harry Met Sally mm-hmm. is it spans... Uh, multiple holidays, yes. most notably uh, Christmas and New Year's. Yes. Okay, ah. so it is a holiday movie. It includes holidays. holidays. movie. December yeah. holiday-based film. Yes. There might be a Thanksgiving thrown in there. I don't remember. I think it, it goes over some period of time. Mm-hmm. My trouble with this movie is I always overlap it in my brain with Sleepless in Seattle. Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'll be thinking about something from this movie, and instead of Billy Crystal... Uh, Tom Hanks will appear right, in right. my brain. Yeah, the Seattle is je- definitely a Christmas movie. Oh, it's a oh, cause it, well Valentine's Day too. Is it? I thought it started. Sl- does, oh, is it Valentine's Day that it starts? I thought it started no. on Christmas. Oh, it starts on Christmas, but it goes through Valentine's Day at least. Whoa, hmm. another holidays movie. But the movie yes. we're talking about <laughs> is when Harry met Sally. Yes. Do you think this was also made in 1999 when every other movie was made? No. That late? That would shock I don't me. know. I'm just throwing it out there. I no. feel I, like... Hmm. As someone who hasn't seen it, I'm going to say 85. Oh, boy. Whoa. I'm going to say 88. I'm guessing 87. Wow. I'm going to go 92. Oh, wow. Wow. I think it's a 90s movie. Wow. I don't know. Well, guess we'll see. Guess we'll see. I claim all of the over the next (laughs) few minutes here. Right. I was going to claim all of 1990s. No. Wow. You get a whole decade? That's not fair. Seems unfair. Ridiculous. Okay. Uh, Okay. Overruled and watch yourself, counselor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've seen this movie halfway through. Which half? The, yeah. <laughs> the first, I guess you can see the second half, like if you watch it on TV mm-hmm. or yeah. join oh, yeah. someone. But I watched the first half and then fell asleep on the couch mm-hmm. and then didn't ever finish it. And this was recently, though. So I knew I had an opportunity coming up. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, it was very recently, I would say within the last year. And I don't remember anything that happens in this movie, except for maybe they don't really like each other. In the first half. Okay. They get in little arguments. Who? Who gets in little arguments? Harry and Sally. And they are? People. Billy, <laughs> Billy Crystal <laughs> and yep. Meg Ryan. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know that. they're and human that, beings. Yeah. <laughs> I obviously know the DVD scene of the orgasm, the diner orgasm. Mm-hmm. I'll have what she's having. LOL. LOL. Old ladies. Like to orgasm too. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. The media. Eighty-five through nineteen ninety-nine. <laughs> it's cool that old ladies have orgasms. So stop thinking it's not. 
Teens? Done. Teens? You know, it's not gross. It's cool. It's cool that old people come. Teens. (laughs) (laughs) Just check yourself. Teens? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm pretty sure Carrie Fisher is also in this movie. What? Oh. Pretty sure. She's the friend, right? Carrie Fisher. What? Yep. And I think it will definitely pass Bechdel Wallace. Okay, is she she isn't she in the sleepy the Seattle sleepers? <laughs> she is not I don't in think Seattle so. sleepers. What? Um. <laughs> she's she's a friend in a movie I've seen though. <laughs> maybe it's this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, That'd be amazing. What she's you... only played one friend and Star Wars. Yep. She was. Yep, that's it. You're right. I just saw Sleepless in Seattle, and I cannot remember who the friend is in that one, but I think it's Rosie O'Donnell. <sighs> yeah, I think so. That sounds oh, right. Oh, that sounds yep. right. But also, we're talking about a different movie. We're talking about Harry yeah. Sally. Harry Sally. Because okay, Nora York, Ephron wrote... Billy Crystal won't do a movie outside of New York unless it's City Slickers. Where it's <laughs> right. But he starts in New York in that, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I think so. NYC. Yeah, and I would say your chances of seeing a hot dog vendor are reasonably high. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Okay. That's exciting. It's very New York-centric. Yeah. Lots of museums and cool stuff. Do we think there's a scene where Harry goes to a baseball game? Oh. Yes. No. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Wow. Very firm. <laughs> Cover Ta- your bases. Taking a firm... Ah! <laughs> Well, because there's that scene where they do the wave, but I think that's Tom Hanks in Sleepless in Seattle. But maybe it's Billy Crystal Isn't in Harry Met Sally. Jimmy Fallon. I, I also think it's. I think it's <laughs> Tom Hanks and Big. Do they go to no, the game wave? I'm saying that Billy Crystal goes to a baseball game in this movie. Okay, that's All my right. bet. I support you. I, I'll Does Meg Ryan also go to the baseball? No, movie? I'm no. gonna bet that he's with his best friend, who I think is also his best friend in City Slickers. I think it's the same actor. Daniel Stern? Or no, the, the other guy. guy. Kirby. Bruno. Bruno Kirby. Right? Okay. Or oh, Rob Reiner, which is a pretty good guess, because mm-hmm. that's Tom Hanks' best friend. In oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they go to the baseball game for the scene in a rom-com that is like, Oh, I don't know about this woman. Right. Oh, hey, you should go she for it. She drives me crazy. Hey, you should do something <laughs> about that lady. Yeah. And then well, they... Maybe oh, you should... strike. <laughs> yeah. That's the background. <laughs> Great. Do you think uh, there's an audible ump saying strike in the movie? That's a bold uh, yes. bet. Yes, okay. I do. All right. Wow. We'll listen for it. Ump-able? Ump-able. Oh, my God. Umpire. What are you doing? Started with an A. The umpire, like Audible. Molly, please say whatever you were gonna say. So he stops. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm pretty sure Nora Ephron wrote this, or Ephron wrote this. Uh, And I think she also wrote Sleepless in Seattle. I think that's why we all get them confused. Yes. Um, So one thing that I think I'm going to enjoy about this movie, Molly's Bet, is it has a lot more richness and complexity than most rom-coms. How so? Uh, well, I can tell you as someone who has recently been binge watching terrible holiday rom-coms uh-huh. made for the Hallmark Channel, uh-huh. um, that you just see everything coming a mile away. And I'm not saying that this movie isn't um, predictable. Uh, it still follows that format, but the characters are much more rich and interesting, and it's fun to spend time with them mm-hmm. um, and funny. Um, 
the other thing that I like is that both Harry and Sally are complete people with personalities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you watch most rom-coms, there's a very bland gentleman stand-in for the love (laughs) interest. I mean, super bland. Like, I think they cast for blandness Mm -hmm. because I cannot conjure in my mind any distinguishing feature or any personality traits. Right. Um, and, and I also like the, the way it's constructed and the vignettes and um, all of the couples in it. It's a very sweet movie is what I remember. Yeah, I remember liking the dynamic between the two of them. Like I remember just, like you said, enjoy, enjoyed the time we spent following the two of them as a group or as a, 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 a duo. Because they're not really a couple for most of the movie. They're just kind of that's right. They're just friends. So is, is this this is the one where there's like older couples talking like that, like interstitial throughout the movie? Okay. Yes. Okay. I remember this now. Those, are they real? No. Are they real? Are they real couples? Are they actors? Are they ghosts? Are those Great. ghost couples? <laughs> ghost <Ooh>. couples. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they're ghosts, but I also don't know for sure if they are i assume they're actors right okay i don't know i'll look it up please do i'll let you know interesting if they were real um i will also preview for you that i'll be insufferable on facts both because of wikipedia and because the last time i saw this movie um they had put together packaging around it like where you um that's what we used to call it i don't know it's where you put no, um, where you sell to an advertiser, you say, hey, Totes Recall, you can um, sponsor When Harry Met Sally, ah. and for ah. extra money, we'll make it more of an event by putting a lot of packaging around it. So oh. we'll do like the DVD version, DVDs. where when we explain some as- uh, aspect of the movie or some background information, your logo will be emblazoned on the bottom of the screen hmm. and we'll have our hosts and stuff. So anyway, somebody paid a lot of money. I don't right. know who the advertiser was, but there are lots of little details. Where did you watch this packaged movie? Wait, what? on cable, cable oh, television. Okay. So this is not, this is like a pop-up video for ads or this is in the movie like, Audi oh, sponsored no, the movie it's, like it's a Bond movie. No, what no, Molly's saying is she knows every time a licensed brand appears in this movie and <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get excited no. about it. <laughs> no, it's a it's a way to guide you into the ads. Oh, like, so devious. you watch the movie and yeah. then it immediately transitions into a couple of hosts giving you information about it and mm-hmm. that immediately transitions into your sponsor ad. A few more ads, but then you come back to get the trivia answer. Oh, it's just a way of keeping you. Okay. It's a way of refreshing content that people have maybe seen before. Yeah. Okay. Like dinner Beth, and a movie should... kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember that show? That was good. Mm-hmm. Was but the hosts, the hosts aren't also doing the advertising? Because that'd be funny. That would like... If they were like, like talking like about the, the movie 50s. and then be like, you know, that reminds me of... <laughs> Crystal Less. Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> that plot point was clear as Pepsi. Yeah. Okay, Beth, cut this out because I still don't understand and it's boring to keep getting it explained. <laughs> but, so the movie will play. They'll be like eating cheesecake in the movie and then it'll cut to commercial. The host will be like, that cheesecake looks good. And then it'll cut to a Cheesecake Factory commercial? No. No, dude. It will, it will be like, it'll be like, did you know it will? The movie will be playing, and it'll be like, "Did you know in that scene that that's actually Rob Reiner's mom?" And then 
It'll be like, all right, great, see you later. Wait, we have one more fun fact. Come out, come back after the break. And then the commercial will play, and they'll be like, here's the fun fact that you almost missed. Now back to the show. Yeah. Oh, and the commercial has nothing to do with Rob Reiner's mom. Right. Yes, exactly. it's just to keep people on the channel. You're, yeah, you're adding a level of synergy that maybe wasn't available in the years 1990 through 1999 that Molly thinks this movie came out. Okay. <laughs> this isn't a podcast, Dan, where you can integrate so advertising yeah. smoothly. <laughs> smoothly and easily for less money than you maybe would think. Yeah. Just throwing that so out there. I, and I'm going to chug this Crystal Pepsi now to replenish my voice so that it sounds as buttery as Lando Lake's butter does. Okay. First of all, don't give that shit away for free. <laughs> Beth, cut this out. <laughs> Um, how do they uh, meet cutely, as they say in the biz? <laughs> on a plane? Ooh, I want to say I it's know. on a plane. I think they're sitting next to each other on a plane, and they're irritating each other somehow. Oh, I like that bet. Ooh, I think... Uh, oh, okay, here's my bet, because I think I actually remember how this movie goes. I think one of them is giving the other one a ride somewhere, because they have a mutual friend. It's like, oh... Harry's going to wherever, too, so you can just ride with him, probably from somewhere to New York, I assume. Okay. And it's John Travolta, and it's his personal plane. Yes. <laughs> yes. So exactly. you're both right. Molly was nodding the whole time, so I assume that's right, and I won't make a bet. Sorry, I didn't mean to give anything away. Uh, right. I will say they are in an automobile. Okay, an Audi. or a... And they're in college, I'm pretty sure. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Oh, are they in college the whole movie? They're like, no. They're no. Like old teens? No, they, it's, <laughs> That'd be amazing. this movie spans a long time. Oh, so this is like, hey, remember when I gave you that ride? I think they meet cutely like a couple of times. Yeah. And oh, yeah. It's like later, they, yeah, they see each other and then they don't, they, they fight the first time, right? And then they run into each other again. And it's like, oh, boy. Maybe the second time they meet is on a plane. And it's cute. And it's real cute. Yeah. Nothing cuter than a plane. Right, <laughs> nothing cuter than a plane. Mm-hmm. If you're then in Europe a train. and want a cheap flight, take Ryanair. <laughs> what are you doing? That's <laughs> what, what I doing? did when I had to go from <laughs> no free somewhere shit. in the UK to the Czech Republic. Oh my god! Yes, braggy confirmed. confirmed. <laughs> I took a flight. Can I make a bold bet, not having seen the end of the movie? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Okay, my bold bet is that you see this like love story happen. Like, they don't like each other, then they start to kind of like each other, and then eventually they become a couple, and then they're sitting on the couch like the other people are talking about uh, their relationship. That is my bold bet on how it ends, having wow, never wow, seen wow, the wow, end. Wow, wow, Nice. I, I am also going to be bold, Beal Bold, Big Man, Blair Witch Baggins, mm-hmm. and say that they don't end up together. Oh, that end, is bold. They are not a couple. Beal Maybe bold. they're sitting separately on the couch. Yeah, they're in two <laughs> Barco loungers. Yep. What a comfortable chair to sit in. What are you doing? Not near each other. <laughs> are you a couple but not? Try Barco loungers. Do you have a storied history with each other but don't actually have that close of a relationship anymore? Do you want to sit by someone but not touch them? <laughs> Actually, this might be the right time for it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, what's that couple that, remember the bathtub couple from those commercials? Oh, Cialis. 
They're too close. Oh, the separate yeah. bathtub couple? Oh, they are in yes. separate bathtubs. Mm-hmm. They are. <laughs> They're in oh. Corona bathtubs. It's a metaphor oh. for something else. Oh, I get like it One's now. the boner bathtub and the yeah. other's no bone. <laughs> Not the boner. <laughs> the bone bone tub? <laughs> no bone. When's the no bone tub? <laughs> anyway, this is about the movie no. Harry Metzali. <laughs> um, ooh, Dan's bat. Uh, there's going to be a guy that Sally is with at some point in their oh, many yeah. their many meets and uh, he's going to be like he's either going to be like comically bad like absurdly stupid and annoying and like why would she be with him or he's going to be not really that bad at all but you're still like supposed to be like oh why is she with him but maybe he's English Whoa! Maybe. Like in, in rom coms, the the like new boyfriend that the other yeah. one is jealous of is like almost always English. Right? Like, oh, yeah. we just met in the airport when our luggage was switched or something. Like a Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Oh, it's me, Pierce Brosnan. I met Sally on the flight back from the UK. Yeah. What's your name, Harry? Hello, oh, Harry. I my ch- oh, sorry, I spilled my tea all over you. Scolded you, you. Oh, I made my f- I made my futures in lithium. That's gonna be really valuable in a few years. And your country's gonna try to overthrow several legitimate governments to try to retain control of it. <laughs> what did I say <laughs> that out loud? <laughs> Chin it's up. Right. We made our fortune in India, treating the people very badly. Pierce, <laughs> time to come in for some tea. It's your mother, oh, Jenna that's my Bowman. mother, who also came here. Oh, she sure does love Sally, she does. <laughs> I think you have to break up with her. All right, have some tea. No. Uh, Molly's bit. Yes. Um, <laughs> Meg Ryan is brilliant in this movie. Okay. And uh, she has uh, an incredible crying scene. Ooh. Ooh. So good. Emotion. And um, just a heads up that Billy Crystal does a little tiny improvisation in a museum. Wow. Wow. Thank you for that heads up. Come on down to the Museum of Modern Art. We're located in the heart of (laughs) Midtown, New York. Molly, no. (laughs) Is that it? Did you just do it? No, see, Dan, this is what I'm saying. This is what you've been doing. What? God, wow. that's so that's such a native ad read. I didn't even know it was happening. It wasn't an ad read because we're not getting paid. <laughs> you guys are messing this up for all of us. Yeah. Well, do you so like circular stairs? I just I mean, come I, to the Guggenheim. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think you understand how ads work. How ads work is that you read an ad yeah. and then you call the company yes. and you say, We did an ad in our show. Oh, Please I apologize. give us money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go to all the websites and enter promo code totes. <laughs> and confuse everyone. But like IT will be like, hey, everybody's using this code and it doesn't work. Maybe we should look into it. Yes. And then someone will type into DuckDuckGo that they, where's totes now? DuckDuckGo, you say? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're CEOs. They're, they probably have their own private billionaire search engine. Mm-hmm. Or they're using GoDaddy, which is quick and convenient. <laughs> Low prices. I hate this. <laughs> I hate all of this so much. <laughs> You have to search the web by creating your own URL. Yes. <laughs> building your own search engine. Yep. It is copy and paste from Google and then it's your search engine. Anyway, send us Square Cash. Uh, the, what? A great way to send cash. Who? 
advertisers. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my uh, god. I regret supporting this bit, but it is really fun. <laughs> do we think um do we think either of them have more than one friend in this movie? Oh. Yeah. Like they, more than one best like, friend? Yeah, they I mean, like, do we ever see them interact with anyone else besides the Harry or the Sally or Harry friend or Sally friend? I bet we see them interact, but I bet we don't hear that other person speak. Like, <laughs> they're like, like at like, a party. Oh, yeah, like, and then just, she's like, oh, sorry, I was just talking to my friend Megan over here. Right. Megan I Ryan. <laughs> or they'll be like, I talked to you later. <laughs> what? <Megan> Ryan Air. <laughs> um, oh I God. think there's a mother. I think one okay. of them has oh. a mother. Great. And I guess if I'm going to be Beale Bull, Big Man, Blue Rich Baggins, I'm going to say Billy, the kid's got a mother. Okay. Is she like an overbearing mother who's just like, Harry, when are you going to get married? You, you got to get me some grandchildren. Oh. <laughs> I need them blood to keep my living going. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think she's uh, she's a classic <laughs> vampire mom. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. <laughs> Do you think that Sally talks to her friend at all about not Harry or another man? Great question. Oh, smooth transition. Thank you. Yes. I think it passes the Bechdel-Wallace test. I'm going to be bold. The blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, and say no. I'm wow, going to say Sally and friend only ever talk about men. Yeah, it's tough because Carrie Fisher's character is in a dead-end relationship <gasps> mm. that preoccupies her for a lot of the movie. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No. I'm going to guess Carrie that Fisher. it does pass, mm-hmm. but Meg Ryan is not involved in the passing of... Whoa. That it's two other women. Wow. Maybe like, <clears throat> like Billy's the, mom... And, and like Carrie cool, Fisher or something. Cool aunt. <laughs> yeah. Together. And cool aunt number one. Like, There's well, lots of cool ants in this movie. The peasantry have been rising up. <laughs> <laughs> Quick. I, <laughs> wow. I, um, I would like to make a saucy Bechtel Wallace bet. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that passes Bechtel Wallace at least three times. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. What does that mean exactly? Just that it will pass three times, like three different conversations. It might be the but, same characters oh, okay. or different, but okay, yeah. But different scenes mm-hmm. or different, different conversations, I guess. Oh, yeah. Different conversations. Yeah. Okay. Right. Also, can I change the year to 1988? Wow. <laughs> Absolutely not. You, you claimed an entire decade and you were going to stay in that decade. That is ridiculous. You stay in the 90s, Molly. Yeah. yeah. Stay in the 90s, you Gen Xer. <laughs> yeah. Wrap a flannel around your waist. <laughs> yeah. Ah, boo-hoo. Listen to your Nirvanas. <laughs> I, uh, appreciate the commercial rise of rap. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think we should rate this movie with, Molly? How many adorable... Romantic vignettes. Adorable, Adorable romantic vignettes. Okay. Yes. Great. 
I mean, is it though? It's like one of the worst rating skills <laughs> I've ever come up with. <laughs> I just feel like usually I have some clarifying questions, but I feel like yeah. I know you what just nailed an adorable romantic vignette no, is. I understand that completely. I mean, yeah, I don't it's need to know crystal anymore. clear. Good job, Molly. <laughs> Crystal clear. Thank you. Oh, crystal, <laughs> crystal Pepsi clear. Uh, <laughs> it's the drink of this generation. <laughs> it's which generation? The one for the movie. Yeah. You pick PepsiCo. <laughs> Dan? Yeah. Uh, I remember liking this movie a lot when I saw it. I feel like it's one of those classic... Rancams of the day, <laughs> of the day that it was a part of, which we are saying was not the 90s except Molly. Um, Can I change the rating scale? Oh, boy. Wow. What is it? Meet cutes. Meet okay. cutes? I do have questions about this. <laughs> okay. I also do. <laughs> Go is ahead, it? Ben. Is it a meet cute like M-E-E-T or a meet cute like M-E-A-T? Like a cute piece of meat. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like it's adorable M-E- little ham. <laughs> yep. That's exactly it. Yep. But it's, it's one adorable. piece of meat? Well, no, because they have to meet each other. So it's two, oh, two pieces, pieces of, of cute meat. meats meeting each other. Yes. Okay. Okay. I mean, is it... <clears throat> so each point of the scale is two pieces of meat yeah, because they're holding hands. They're holding hands. Oh, that's So cute. you can easily see that they're exactly together. Exactly two, or are you open to like a tri-meat? <laughs> I'm not judgmental. Okay, you can so have whatever a kind number of, of... Of meats. Adorable meats yep. meeting cutely. Yes. All right. Okay. Okay. This is much more on brand. I feel much better about okay. this. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of brands... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Honey Nut Cheerio. Okay. God, I hate myself. Okay. Um, I remember liking this movie a lot when I was a young, uh, lonely teen, desperate for love. Um, I've heard of it. So, <laughs> but so maybe that colored it slightly, and maybe it's like just okay. Because back then I was just like, oh, if, if what could be, you know, mm. or whatever. Because um, I certainly would like to have, would have liked to have met cute, a nice lady. Yeah. And had a, f- a fully developed relationship that ended probably pretty good. So I guess yeah. we don't know until we see it. Good looking pile of roast beef or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Arby's. Arby's. Uh, <laughs> all those curly fries. Great. Uh, Jamoka shakes. Do they still have those? <laughs> those are good. Anyway, um, I'm going to say, I bet it's still pretty charming. So I'm going to say four meat cutes. Next, as always, is Beth. Why did you say it like that? <laughs> For his Next own brain. Next, as always, Beth. That was his own brain, making sure he didn't screw it up and talk first. Uh, okay, so I, I did see the first half and fell asleep, so that, that doesn't say much, but also, I think I was enjoying it. I was just very tired that day. Mm-hmm. The, other, the other indicator is that I have been looking at lists online of movies to watch when you're in quarantine Mm -hmm. (laughs) and every single list has when harry met sally which makes me think this is a high quality movie and i'm gonna say five wow wow that's a lot of meat yeah that's a lot of meat (laughs) it's a lot of meat it's almost a whole (laughs) 
Sandwich? Was that a thing? What? <laughs> Stickwich. I mean, that's... I take it back. At least um, 10 meats? Yeah, it's too much meat. Quite maybe. a sandwich. Yeah, that's Mamma Mia. It's like a smorgasbord. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's like a deli counter. Oh, my well, God. Well, but they're also too cute to eat. Oh. We'll see. We'll see about so. that. <laughs> I think that's objective. <laughs> yeah. All right. I have not seen this movie, but I've not not seen it on purpose. It's not like I have <laughs> cursed its name yeah. each dawn and <laughs> try to find a copy to burn or anything. Um, wow. And I also, yeah, I have heard great things. I think it's Nora from is uh quite the <laughs> filmmaker and this is i think the way people talk about it, this is the one um so i'm gonna be billboard big man big right and say five wow. wow very bold yes this it's just drenched in rb sauce you got 10 <laughs> different kinds of meats. <laughs> they're, oh, they're at an airport and they're all, they just trip over each other and fall into a big heap and then just drizzle with that, that signature tank. This is sounding more than cute. This is sounding much more than cute. Arby's. Sounding... Yeah. The cowboy restaurant. <laughs> uh, Molly. I am pretty excited to watch this movie again. I am hoping it is as fun as I remember. I think probably the gotta get married by the time you're 30 dating pressure thing will make me a little sad. Because. Was that a thing a th- in this movie? Oh, it's a thing in every movie. Oh, oh is this like, <laughs> ap- this is like the apple pie movie, but for marriage? American. Um, Harry, you gotta oh. get married before you turn 30. <laughs> Otherwise, my bones will shrivel in the dawn light and I'll crumble into dust. Uh, I just, I think that movies pretty accurately reflect and perpetuate that pressure. Indeed. Uh, which is super unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah. either here nor there. I'm hoping Jeez. that will bum me out, but to hedge my bets, I'm going to give it four meat cutes. Nice. Wow. And these meats are adorable. Okay. They've been together a long time. They're really cute. Oh. Yeah. But wait, aren't we anyway. talking about old meat? Aren't we talking about what? the are we talking about the meats that when they were I oof. So we're not talking about when they met. It's just meats that are cute. The status oh, of the relationship what? is all over the place. <laughs> yeah, can we go back? Are these I was under the impression that these These were like they were just were meeting. meeting cutely. Yeah. Is that not true? They are just cute meats at any point in time? Well, okay. I should clarify. A few of them Mm -hmm. have been together a long time, but when they met, it was a meat cute. Okay. Okay. But they're still so cute, and they're still meats. They are meats that have all met cutely. Yes. And Uh. some of them are further away from that or closer to it. Some of them are meeting for the first time. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's really sweet. I understand. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. All of mine are meeting for the first time. <laughs> yeah, as, as I said, all of mine are colliding with a pile at the airport. <laughs> and they'd be drizzled with that cowboy sauce. <laughs> Yahoo, Arby's. <laughs> Send us your spare cash. Oh, my God. Yeehaw. Get yourself over 
<laughs> strap your horse to the post outside of Arby's. <laughs> Whip crack. <laughs> it's Arby's time. <laughs> and with that, we're going to press pause. Go watch When Harry Met Sally, and we'll be right back. Um, um, uh, uh, um. Hello, it's me, Beth Gibbs, one of the hosts of this podcast that you're listening to currently. It's called Totes Recall. You can oh. find more about us at totesrecall.com or follow us on social media or like we're kind of everywhere, including in yeah. your ears right now. We're kind of a big deal. Wow. Kind of a big deal. And um, I just wanted to tell you all real quick about patreon.com slash totesrecall. Because, okay, there's not a second dot com. You just need to type in the first dot com. Um, don't be led astray by Dan Jaquette. Yeah, you can say it out loud as you hit enter on your yeah. keyboard. Oh yeah, Whisper it to your computer. <laughs> yeah, your computer knows. Uh, so if you head there right now, you can become a patron, and what that means is, for as little as one dollar a month, you wow. can support the creation of this show and also get access to a bunch of awesome content, bonus content. We have a Discord. You can join our Discord. We chat with everybody on there. There's everybody. lots of bits going on. And um, if you feel like throwing in even more a month, we have some awesome other rewards like hats and other fun swag. It's it's a great time. You know, just like go and check it out <laughs> and like look at the website. I did little illustrations on there that are fun. Yeah, look at the illustrations yeah. at least. Yeah. Jeez. Just appreciate some art, you know? Yeah. I mean, Beth works really hard every month to make really beautiful art, and you're not doing anything. Nobody's focused on work right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Steal time from your employer. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Rest is to resistance. Page- yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. I was going to say patriotic. <laughs> that too. I'm going to say number five. Anyway, if your boss comes to your desk, say, shut up, boss. I'm looking at patreon.com slash totesrecall. And your boss will say, wow, you're so cool. Here's my job. And you'll say, I don't want it because that's absurd. But give me your money. And they'll say, okay, no guarantees. (laughs) I think that's exactly how it'll work. So head there right now. Check it out. Dot com. Um, um, and we're back we just watched one hour and 36 minutes of a delightful romp through new york city that was very fun and romantic new york baby new york we got the giants playing football there's lots of taxi cars driving down the streets (laughs) that's what we call them in new york (laughs) taxi cars (laughs) taxi car taxi car i gotta get to the party we got like 15 different beautiful (laughs) angles of central park (laughs) look at that arch Ooh, you want some beautiful windows in your apartment that you can definitely afford? Yeah, you can probably afford it because you're, what, a lawyer or something? It's kind of unclear. (laughs) Do you want the world's biggest rug in the entire world? It's the world's biggest rug in the entire world. New York, baby. Big rugs. Big buildings. Big apples. Everything's big. big, The big apple. (laughs) Big rug. You're going to need a big rug to cover that apple. Oh. (laughs) 
anyway, yes, I agree with Molly. It was in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Before but also we go Chicago. Too far. Yeah. Oh, yes. that's true. Started Hot Chicago in Chicago. Opening. Which mm-hmm. brings us to the origin of the movie oh. and sets up for us beloved segment, Six Second Summary. Does it not? Six? <laughs> well, you got to go real fast. In a New York wow, minute, wow, wow. there's only six seconds. Hey, so. everything's big except for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Hey, New York. We'll talk about that later. Uh-huh. Um, as always, I will volunteer to do it, but maybe I just did it. You did. Didn't or you? maybe Beth just did it. Hmm. I just did Blair Witch. Oh. Because I did it in 30 seconds, no big deal. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'll do it. Jesus. Yeah. I'll do it. All right. Um, oh, I'll set up else. the timer. Okay. Oh, Molly's got the clock. All right. We're ready when you are, Dan. I'm Go. Ready. Oh, uh, we start in Chicago, the University of <laughs> Chicago, 1970-something Harry is making out with a lady, and they're in love, and <laughs> Sally's got a car, and they're going to drive to New York together for reasons that aren't totally clear. I think Sally is friends with Billy Crystal's girlfriend at the time. They have a formative conversation where we learn about Billy Crystal's uh, surface-level philosophy about relationships and how he's very neurotic. 30 seconds. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, <laughs> they meet a couple of times pretty cutely over the years um, where they, they've they matured. They're getting married or almost married. They're in close relationships. Then both their relationships fail, and they meet again around the same time their relationships fail. They become friends. They become good Ten friends. Seconds. Many montages. Uh, then they sleep with each other, which they always said was bad or wasn't how friends work. And then they're not friends. And then they're in love. New Year's Eve, baby. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Wow. Not I mean, like, so easy to not spend <laughs> way too long on the first two minutes. Iconic scene. You know that iconic scene in When Harry Met Sally when <laughs> Sally's sitting in a car <laughs> and Harry is driving, kissing his girlfriend, his college girlfriend. That's yeah. what everyone talks about when they talk about this movie. Yeah. 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 I'll yeah, wait in the car like she's waiting. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's when Harry Met Sally was in uh, outside of the University of Chicago campus in 1970-whatever. Yeah. Then they met several other times. You know it's 1970 because of Sally's hair. (laughs) Oh, yes. It is just, what is it called? Feathered. It's very Mm. feathered. Yeah, her hair journey is amazing. Is a journey. Spectacular. Yeah. I would say his hair also goes on a journey. It does. I don't love the destination, (laughs) but I get it. This movie was 19... 89. Yeah. Nailed it. Which what? no one bet. <laughs> <laughs> and not even Molly on her unaccepted <laughs> later bets. Right. Hey, 1990 would have been really close. Yeah. It so would 1988, <laughs> which I believe is what I bet. Yes, Dan was the closest. But I um, bet 1987 plus two. So. Yes. I bet five with four keeps us alive. Yep. Mm. Anyway, and anyway, there was my point is there was a lot of mullets, sport mullets in this. Oh movie. yeah, sure. Right. Fisher's got a sport mullet at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, the, it's it's the year of the mullet, eighty nine. Apparently, one of the 
many things I appreciate about this movie is how much it is a period piece within a period piece. How so? You know, well, you get these perfect little vignettes about, you know, six years apart, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a little bit less, right? Um, And the, man, the costumes are so spot on. Mm. Like all of the, it was like a little journey, but also I loved how, I'd forgotten like how rough around the edges the characters start out and how like genuinely like a little grating they are Mm -hmm. and how you come to really love them and feel like you know them by the end of the movie. Yeah. Pretty good. College kids. (laughs) Right. Yes. Yeah. Billy Crystal really sucks for like eight of the years that we know him maybe. (laughs) Oh yeah. Hey, teens. Teens. Don't bother dating somebody in their early 20s. Well, okay, teens shouldn't be dating people in their early 20s. Right, okay. Anyway. I feel like, yeah, we're going on, we're taking a lot of paths at the same time here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, most people are kind of garbage until pretty close to their 30s yeah. minimum. 20 hey, somethings? Cool it. Yeah. You're not <laughs> that smart. Like, you're garbage. So, like, Sometimes be nice to each other. your garbageness can help each other, but Ooh, don't right. allow it to be a crutch that prevents you from working on your own garbage yeah. successfully. And like, don't make being garbage your identity, right? <laughs> like, that right. Seems, like it feels at the time that feels like a way to win being in your 20s, but it's not. You're just an asshole. <laughs> When you're like, I've got it all figured out. Here are my philosophies on everything because I've thought about them and written them into a stand-up routine. Yes. And now I will say them out loud to everyone who will listen. Yes. Yep. Don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) Unless you're like, I mean, unless you've got like a really tight set. I mean, then like you're going to kill it. Then do it on stage. Yeah. 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 Teens, do it on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Bring a recorder. Make notes of when people laugh, when people don't laugh. Go back the next night. Try it again. Make some revisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until All your craft. All right. Yeah. 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 Hey, teens <laughs> or 20-somethings, whoever we're talking to right now, do the work. Yeah. You <laughs> okay, gotta put but, in the time. But also, by putting the time, don't disparage other people for no reason other than the fact they haven't been around and failed as much as you have. Because then you're still just an asshole. Hey, hey, how about this? How about uh, don't try out all your material on your current girlfriend? And hey, how about don't make some of your jokes about your girlfriend and do those jokes uh, in front of your girlfriend and all of her friends? Let's not do that, mm-hmm. Brian. Whoa. Let's not do that <laughs> to people. Wait a minute. How yes. about that? that real personal. This, yeah, this took a turn and I love wow. it so much. I am pretty sure we are talking about Molly's (laughs) intense (laughs) Soviet Union boyfriend (laughs) from when she was young. I am am from Slovenia. Hey, oh, the people from Slovenia eat uh, borscht like this. But this is not a Russian accent at all. (laughs) Have you ever noticed that Molly from America always wear blue jeans? (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha. Does she not know that is uh, made by uh, slave labor? Here in Soviet Union, we are all free. (laughs) But don't bounce, 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 but don't bounce, 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 bounce. Thank you. That's my time. 
And by my time, I mean I'm being taken away by the uh, KGB for fraternizing with an American. Uh, I I do love that with every reveal of any aspect of my life, you somehow tie it back into the Soviet Union. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, we're pretty sure you spend like most of your formative years in the Soviet <laughs> Union. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's totes recall canon now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, anyway, just, uh, you know, don't date a stand-up. I mean, yeah. unless you really want to, in wow. which case, go for it. Yeah, I mean, I think, but. I feel like the lesson is more like stand-ups, don't be a stand-up all the time. Yeah. Well. You don't have to be on all the time, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Harry also, Burns. Billy Crystal, yeah. Who isn't a stand-up in this? He's like a lawyer uh, or something. Although, is it too early for a Wikipedia moment? Maybe. I mean, okay. we haven't sung the theme song yet, so. Yeah, so. <laughs> Laura's All right, well, I'll hold on this. to it. I'll hold on to it. Um, speaking of him being a stand-up all the time, my wife, no big deal, watched this with me, <laughs> and she was like, did this, like, did they like watch this movie and then immediately write Seinfeld. Like, is this entire movie, the inspiration <laughs> for Seinfeld? Cause it, it is a lot of just like, what if we ate, d- what if we ate meals in delis and coffee shops and I did my routines and I'm neurotic. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And the outfits are kind of Seinfeld esque as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say I could see that in a pitch, yeah. right? Where the executive is like, we don't get it. So it's like, He's just gonna do stand up. I'm like, no, 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 no. Seinfeld's just gonna do stand up for the first minute or two. Right. It's like, well, what's the rest about? Oh, well, he has friends. Like, I don't know, man. I'm like, have you seen When Harry Met Sally? Mm. Every oh. deli scene were those fun? Yeah. Yes. Okay, great. Solid it's pitch. A red green light. Mm-hmm. Solid pitch right there. And yeah. nothing really happens. Right. Yeah. Or everything happens. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. The microphone's not going to pick up those eyebrows, but they were <laughs> a waggling. Thank you. Thank you for acknowledging my waggle. Yes, but Billy Crystal sucks when he's a college student, and then he continues to suck as a f- just entering the workforce. 26-year-old. Yeah. 26-year-old. Yeah. Oh, 26. He's been in the That's workforce for a while. kind of early 20s. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you're in your second half of your 20s, but the early half of your second Well, he's half. like a hotshot legal man or whatever. Yeah. yeah, he's about to get married. Mm-hmm. To so Helen. Feeling, feeling cocky, feeling like he can just spout off whatever his thoughts are. When we get to it, I want to talk about Helen. Let's, yeah, please, I'm it. excited about it. So he's obsessed. This is his his um, ex-wife uh, eventually. at some point. Eventually. Yeah. And he talks about her all the time. But there's a point where they see each other in a store. Mm-hmm. They're in a sharper image. Mm-hmm. Yes. Great. And for some reason, she decides to walk up just to say hi, but mm-hmm. not hi in like a, hey, how are you kind of way. It's like, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. And I, if you're going to talk like that, don't even come up. Like, what's the <laughs> point? Mm-hmm. I was very mad at that interaction. I was like, if you know that it's going to be like kind of like you're rubbing your new relationship into your ex's face, like, don't do it. Rude, Helen. I mean, not to play Helen's advocate here, but <laughs> it's also she I might point have just out <laughs> that phrase is devil's advocate. <laughs> so Helen is the devil, so is what you're saying. 
I just think that on the, in the uh, name. on the other side of it, she could have been talking to Ira and being like, oh, God, should I talk to him? If I just walk away, he'll just be like, oh, she's, she's too good to talk to me. And it was probably this whole back and forth. And that's why she was so uncomfortable because she was already in her head about it. Right? Because if well, she had just walked away, they'd already made eye contact. She did not approach him in a friendly way. I didn't say like, it had to be friendly. She wasn't like, hey, how are you? Like, is this okay? Kind of like, I don't know if this is the right thing to do or not. She was like, hello, here is Ira. Mm-hmm. I don't yes, know. I thought it was if rude. We can, it was rude, but also the way she ended their marriage was pretty rude. True. Yeah. So maybe it's just very consistent. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she's just not very rude. considerate. Rude. Person. Although, and I will say again to be, I guess, a Helen's advocate. Mm-hmm. The old, the she classic hears phrase. her name, right? Because they're singing oh, karaoke, right. and he says he tries to whisper Helen, nah. and then it comes out through the speaker, and then it's reiterated by Sally. So right. she may have felt like now compelled to, to right. go over to say hi, but didn't really. But I think you're right. I don't think she showed any um, vulnerability. Or interest in making him more comfortable. Maybe Ira is the one who insisted because he's like, well, that would be impolite to not say hello. Like, it'd be oh. weird not to say hello, right? Maybe he's been like, when are you going to introduce me to Harry? Right. Why or can't he's we just all like, get along? He might just be like, it feels weird to walk away from this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like they could have, if they both saw each other, they could have waved and been like, okay, we saw each other out in the world. We don't want to talk to each other, but. We acknowledge that each other exists and go on with your day. Mm. Mm. But instead it ruined his day. And, and led it, to some great comedy. Oh, I bet you're right. That's probably why it happened. <laughs> For comedy? <laughs> so they can talk about yeah. the wheel table? Yeah. Yeah. A wagon wheel. Oh, wagon wheel. That was like solid that was like my favorite joke from the movie. <laughs> and when Carrie Fisher is like, no matter what, I will Never want this table in the house. Or, yeah, uh, yeah want this yeah. table. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very good. Solid. This is a Cracker Jack script. Mm-hmm. Nora Ephron does crush. Uh, I don't know if we predicted that. Maybe it was just implied. I think we did. I'm pretty sure oh, I Molly it said it would be rich and mm. complex. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. There was some solid patter between characters there is some solid uh yeah there's some solid depth to characters we we got a good sense of not only harry and sally's relationship but their relationships to their friends to the friend a friend whose names are known yep they are they are known viewer as they Um, are said aloud oh no uh, there's Bruno Lady. Kirby's character, obviously, <laughs> and, and Carrie Fisher. And Carrie Fisher's character. But then she also has a third friend who, there's like, an Alice mm-hmm. shows somewhere. up. <laughs> yes, but we Alice. Yeah, that was her name. We remember her mm-hmm. name. Wasn't she like Marie or Marnie? Susan. Who? Carrie Fisher. I thought she was a Marie. Okay, that Marie makes sounds sense. like that something. Sound right? Really. Oh, we we Princess went to their Leia wedding, Organa. guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh, we maybe really Marie. Did. Thank you. At any rate, they were rich Jack? and complex characters. Or not Jack. And we got to see them playing Pictionary with a whole group of friends. Yes. That was pretty cool. They do have other friends. <laughs> we did yep. learn they have other friends. Yep. 
It is um, Marie confirmed. Oh, yes, okay. excellent. And well, Jess. Jess. Jess, that's close to Jack. Sure. It's no. close, but not. Both we just saw the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carrie Fisher crushes. I like her so much. Me too. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. R.I.P. Bruno Kirby does a fine job. I like. He him. does Bruno Kirby. Yeah. But uh, yeah, correct your script, Nora Ephron. Um, I I liked the script, and maybe it's because like this. And I'm no film historian, but I've seen a few movies. Yes. Oh, How many? How many movies? Oh, 100 movies. Oh, um, you've only but, seen 100 movies? Oh, the best. <laughs> wow. Of them. Um, Beth, this, how many are on the list that you saw? Was it 123? Oh, 123. Well, Beth watched wow. two lists. I watched two lists or combined. Or she combined two lists. Yeah, she did a uh, mail I, merge. She did a mail yeah. merge on the two <laughs> list. Exactly. I know how to use Excel. Uh, I got the union NBD. of them. But um, it also feels like I've seen this movie a thousand times already. Mm. Um, and that's probably because they made this one. Everybody was like, hey, good job. Let's right. just keep doing that over and over. Right. Other people. Um, yeah. but, I ha- but because this, my viewing, this came after all those other ones. Um, I was like, oh, okay, I get, yeah, I get how this movie works. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't surprising really at all. Mm-hmm. So it made me wish I had watched it as a hot teen mm. when I could have been blown away by it. But I didn't. Mm-hmm. And that's no one's fault but the My, patriarchy for yes. convincing me that <laughs> movies with any sort of romance were for sissies. Right. And I should only watch... <laughs> He-Man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of hot uh-huh. teens, I realized while watching this movie uh, that uh, uh, Sally may have been a Jessica Rabbit of my youth. Oh. Uh, I was just like, oh, wow, Meg Ryan's really attractive in this movie. And then I remembered it was like a burst of nostalgia. Of just like, I remember thinking that the first time I saw this movie. <laughs> She does such a great job She's too. Great. That oh, scene yeah. where she um, answers the door crying, mm-hmm. that physical comedy, everything she does with the tissue, so good. yeah, the so way funny. she can hardly get out the word, mm-hmm. "I'll be forty someday." Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, just chef's kiss all over the place. Yeah, she's, so good. She's great. And there is a moment where Billy Crystal starts to improvise. It's when he's there in the museum, and he's like talking like the pie pecan pie oh yeah my sister always really enjoyed that and would start doing Mm. that all the time in my house and when you watch you can see at one point her eyes dart to the right or whatever (gasps) and she's like checking to make sure they're still rolling right but she stays with it like it is a split second crushes it's really good oh so good that was off screen rob brian was just like just go 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 go. this is Fucking amazing. Yeah, he's saying P words a lot. He's saying paper paprikash. This is the Billy Crystal we wanted. This is why we hire Billy C for our romantic comedy. That accent's almost ethnic, but not quite. It'll fly. Not enough for people to be offended. (laughs) No one can identify where it's from, so it can't be offensive. That's right. It's me. Rob Ryder. <laughs> Rob Ryder, <laughs> the biggest New York director alive. I'm I, sorry. 
continue. I was going to say, I, I really, I loved that moment actually in the movie because I felt like that was one of the moments where their chemistry was the strongest. Agreed. Like that you, when you kind of try to make the other one laugh mm-hmm. and just by doing the dumbest thing possible and yeah. then they like play along and you're like, oh, that's so charming. Yeah, it felt <laughs> She very... was like, I guess I'll do this dumb thing. It's silly, you know? It felt very genuine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, now can I... Oh, go ahead. We got to sing a song, Molly. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you already knew what she was going to say? Yeah. I feel like she was like, now can I Do you have some other fun facts, facts besides the improv yes. scene? All right. Yes. And where did you find these facts? Wikipedia. Oh, <laughs> Molly's <laughs> watching <laughs> the movie we're watching. She starts to get bored she, and she, she looks at her phone. Her phone. She doesn't see she any texts or emails. And, and so she opens up Wikipedia. Goes to Wikipedia. She types in the title of the movie. She scrolls until she gets to production or fun facts or something else. She scrolls like down and reads the whole thing. <laughs> Wikipedia. That's like a musical, a Broadway musical. All those great, <laughs> great. songs. Yeah, it's just medley. <laughs> it was a medley. We should bring that to Broadway, by the way. We rehearsed that for so long, and I feel like we yeah, nailed it. I think it paid off. <laughs> okay. So Dan, do you want to remind everyone about... Um, <laughs> oh, yes, thank you. A uh, quick reminder, uh, if everyone that listens to the podcast donates $3, uh, we will never do this segment again or only do this segment. <laughs> uh, your $3 is a vote. And also, we're not sure if majority rules or we have to be unanimous. Uh, so submit an additional $1 vote. Mm. Uh, whether or not it needs to be unanimous $3 <laughs> or just a majority $3 on whether yeah. this segment is the only segment or never again. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it turns out that Rob Reiner and Nora Ephron decided they want to work together far in advance. Mm. And uh, Nora was really interested in the fact that Rob Reiner was going through a divorce and newly single and mm. dating people again. I guess he was married to Penny Marshall. Yes. Hot goss. That is hot goss. From um, decades ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so part of um, Rob Reiner's relationship oh, with his best friend, was it Billy Crystal? I don't know. I didn't pay that much attention. Whichfriendsarefriends.com. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they were supporting each other. They were both fairly recently divorced. And so some elements of the movie, like when Harry and Sally are each watching Casablanca from home, mm-hmm. they're watching together but separately, mm-hmm. were things that they really did. Who? They really would call each other. The two guy friends, Rob oh, Reiner. not and Rob Reiner and Nora Ephron. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but a lot of the... A lot of the Harry dialogue was based on Rob Reiner oh. and his observations. So it is kind of observational humor. His tight 20. Sort of, yes. Mm-hmm. And then Nora Ephron based um, Sally on herself and her girlfriends. And the whole idea was to explore these two people being friends for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, Dan, I don't want to steal your thunder, but there was a different ending intended. What? Tell me yes. more. what? The Tell me more. The more realistic answer to the question, can they be friends, yeah. or the more realistic ending was for them to be friends and for them to not be romantically linked. Yeah. But that's a 
bummer of an ending to a romantic comedy <laughs> uh, for American audiences anyway. Mm-hmm. And so they um, they decided to go have them get together at the end. Did they so, actually film it or? That's where I get fuzzy. Wikipedia didn't cover that. Okay. Ooh, or at least the parts Wikipedia. of Wikipedia I read. Because I have to be honest with you, I really enjoyed this movie, so I did less Wikipedia searching than I normally would, but I did want to get a couple key things to answer questions from the first half. Important segment. Very well. Um, uh, Can I have some clarification on that? They, Mm -hmm. uh, the original ending or arc was that they never hooked up, and it was just a story of two friends who were friends. (laughs) Uh-huh. No, uh, they still hooked up, but it was a disaster, and they become friends. They stay. They, they their so resolution is that they're friends, mm-hmm. but they not that they become friendship. romantically linked. They reconcile, but retain the friendship. Yeah, I see. Which is a really beautiful idea about the sanctity of friendship. It is. Yeah, I, I yeah, I like this movie. I enjoy that they get together. I think I think Billy Crystal's monologue of all the things he loves about her is like the one time in the movie where he's not Mr. Stand-Up Man and mm-hmm. actually is good acting man. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, yeah, no one makes movies about really good friends that are just friends. And it's kind of a bummer not to get that de- deep friendship love explored as much as romantic love. A counterpoint, book smart... And to some extent, Super Bad, I think, are both really good movies about just friendship. Yeah. And yes. those are both, yes. But those are I've like. I've seen one of those, and I agree with you. Um, but also, um, those are both, those are friends who are not sexually attracted to each other's gender, right? I haven't seen Booksmart. Well, Booksmart, one of them is attracted to women. Oh, okay. But not necessarily to her friend. Yeah. No. Sure. Yeah, I, mean, I see what you're saying. But yeah, yeah, that's kind of the thing. I mean, that is kind of the funny thing about this movie is just sort of like, like it is, you could, uh, like a valid criticism of the movie is that it technically proves dumb college Billy Crystal right. Mm. You know, where like they don't end up staying friends. Yeah, which I do feel like I agree that it could. It's definitely something that would be refreshing to see more often. I think it's refreshing just to see like. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's why the show Friends was so popular because at least at first they weren't really hooking up with each other. <laughs> yeah, for the most Until, part, and then they all were. <laughs> yeah, because they were on the air too long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're like, like uh, I don't know. What if, what if? Uh, Joey and Rachel get together. Yeah, ugh, <laughs> How's that work? Uh, okay, uh, try that this. That is what I will. I will say. Uh, breaking news. The television show Shit's Creek is a delight. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. and that is one of the things I really appreciated about it is that two of the characters are like they sort of are initially set up as sort of a romantic pairing in the early part of the show. But then they sort of over time, it's like they're very their friendship is like very much solidified in the run of the show. And I have found that very refreshing. Among many yeah. other things I find refreshing about the show. There's a whole documentary about it on Netflix now. Mm-hmm. Check it it's out. A documentary it's a, about Shit's Creek? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's very about good. the making of the last season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit's Doc? Uh, Shit Doc. 
Yeah, shit doc. Uh-huh. Go look up <laughs> shit doc, and if you if you find something called shit doc and you watch it and you're mad about it, remember to talk to Dan Jaquette, not <laughs> me. Call in. Yes, our absolutely. Number. Call in. What's that number? Six one six one two <laughs> a. <laughs> what is the actual number? Does anyone know? Oh, six. It's nine one nine seven two five three four eight. Can you do that again, Molly, please? Oh, I was just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Those are just random numbers? It's well, 612-A-0-8-9-Put-A-Do. A- zero zero Put-A-Do. <laughs> yeah. But then oh erase the last four digits you've typed. <laughs> the last four digits don't matter, but you definitely do. We're so you can definitely find the number at tiltsrecall.com. There we go. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Before we leave the ending of the movie too quickly, I also want to add, I loved in the script, it takes on the whole format. And I also loved the way Sally was so smart and direct and like, Oh yeah. Billy Crystal was pulling a bunch of negs and dumb stuff. And you rarely see women characters just call people out on that. And there are Mm -hmm. a few incredible moments where she's like, Hey, I'm not your consolation prize. Boom. Uh, Which is like, bam. And then like hangs up the phone or, when he makes this big romantic gesture and shows up, she's like, that's not how life works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't just get to show up at the party because you're lonely. Right. And think about that versus Jerry Maguire, which is the worst romantic comedy ever created. Here we go. I would Coming say hot. even take. worse than any Hallmark movie. Um, because that whole, like you had me at hello and all of that bit mm-hmm. is basically, he says to her, I want to get together with you because I'm lonely. I don't really? like being lonely. I don't yeah, know this That's what it boils down to. And she's like, great. I've been desperate for you to notice me this whole time. Sure. I'll take it. Mm. I mean, that's, there's more words, but that is essentially what it comes down to. So it was really nice for in this script for her to be like, just because you're lonely on new year's and it's a holiday doesn't yeah. mean you get to do this. But also what about that? Show me the money scene. Yeah. <laughs> money. I've never uh, seen the mo- movie. Does he does he show him the money? I think so. Does he? Yeah. Oh I yes. Guess. He definitely he says becomes it. his only client. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But then at the same time he does get to show up. Like he gets to show up and say it. I mean, he has to like flesh out his thesis of I love yeah. you, but then it <laughs> right. like does work, right? He he does get to show up. Well, no, but the line that he says of when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with someone, you want that to start, to start. right away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's next level. It's not a bad line. I think oh, it's a yeah, good line. I think it's way better like, than yeah. I'm lonely. Yeah, and it's New Year's. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean that's the part that makes it like like this is where rom coms typically would end, and then it ends happy, and she's like, no, and then he's like, well, here's this like the Let's peel this onion on why I'm actually saying that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's new. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's so new that I have. <laughs> there aren't many rom coms that I've seen now that have that kind of ending. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what I like about this movie is that, and Molly talked about this like pretty early on in the first half is like they actually bother to like make them real people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Both of them. Yep. God forbid. That would be terrible. Um, uh, before uh, before I move too far away from um, can men and women be friends, we have yes. 
a Discord response oh. question. Oh. Who likes Discord? We like Discord. Go to patreon.com slash so three Hyphen pod dot com. Uh, anyway, you definitely heard the URL correctly in that song. It's in there somewhere. Yep. Uh, so Karzan asks, do you think the movie's answer about men and women being able to be non-romantic friends holds up, in particular nowadays with the vast array of den- gender slash sexual attraction spectrum, specifically thinking about asexual slash ace folks? Mm. Uh, so I think um, you can sort of broaden the thesis of like, can people who might want to bang... Yeah. Be friends. Um, and I think that can still be so universal. I think there's still, I think it's still a worthwhile question to ask. So like, can you really be friends with, with people that you might envision it turning into something quote unquote mm-hmm. more than friends? Um, I have a comment on this. Please jump I think in. In regular life, the place where, People who might otherwise be attracted to each other form a bond in friendship is uh, work spouses. Mm. Because a key ingredient of friendship is spending time together, at mm-hmm. least initially. And it helps to have some common interest or common purpose. Um, and there aren't that many places as an adult that you would have that with someone who you might otherwise go on a date with, Mm -hmm. right? But with work relationships, typically it's work, right? You've got this barrier already. Right. You should probably, I mean, depending, every situation is totally different and I'm not, I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, That I think it allows for a real depth of relationship there um, that there isn't that much availability for Mm -hmm. in, in the rest of adult life. And I think that I think that this movie is very much a product. I mean, the movie and sort of like the basic philosophy of the care of Harry's whole thing. Like, it's very much a product of like, I don't know. Like, I feel like we're just we're still at this point especially in American culture we're like very gradually getting away from these very like heteronormative mm. like post-war Americana ideas of like what relationships are even supposed to be between human beings, right? Right. Like there's definitely there's definitely a lot of very particular ideas of how not only how men and women are supposed to interact with each other, but just how people in general are supposed to interact with each other. And I think we're just now starting to get enough or enough people what am I trying to say like enough people in our society are gaining enough of a nuanced view of what a relationship can be or even of the kinds of relationships that people pursue that we're starting to finally be able to like be a little more accepting of not having any particular definition of a relationship you know what I mean Mm -hmm. because like even like I don't know, like even friend is such a simplistic term, right? Yeah. Because like friend, because there's so many levels, there's different levels of intimacy to that too, or levels of vulnerability to even just, even if you're not, if there's no 
sexuality involved. Like there's definitely like tiers of intimacy you have between any relationships you have with people. Mm-hmm. And I think because we have been such a repressed society for, I don't know, ever, that we're just still now starting to like navigate that to like even have that conversation outside of what, I don't know. Like it just feels like Harry's position is perfectly valid from 1989's vision of relationships, even though he's supposed to be presented as kind of a goofball. But it's not like you would watch it at back then. You could see people being like, yeah, he's kind of got a point. You know what I mean? (laughs) Whereas now you can maybe be a little more like, oh, yeah, it's too bad that maybe they don't just end up as friends and that they're that's totally cool and that the movie is okay with that. Yeah. And I think you get like sort of like, you know, this movie is sort of contributes to it, but also as a reflection of society. And also it's not the only, certainly not the only piece of culture and art that has this premise, mm-hmm. but it does it like it, it gets into our brains. I remember being a, a sweet boy with a lot of friends that were girls and sort mm-hmm. of feeling some tension there of like, Oh, I, I have to like them or else like that's the road here. And even I remember my mom telling me like how good it was that I was friends with girls. All good relationships started with friendship, which Mm -hmm. is like helpful advice, but also sets you up to think, Oh, that then that's what this is the start of maybe. Yeah. Um, And that being somewhat counterproductive then yes, uh, to view that every friendship needs to go to this level or is maybe going to this level. And and I have to think out that whole path. Um, Right. And we don't allow, especially boys to, have friendships with girls that we did a generation ago. Maybe the teens are just out there willy nilly making friends with all genders and being comfortable and confident. If they are, I wish them well, but also go fuck yourself. (laughs) 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 Uh, You don't know how it was. Um, yeah, because it, it sort of sets you up for failure, and then also then you get the people that have some underlying anger when it's like doesn't go that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. you see the real I mean, dark that's side like the this. whole idea of friend zoned. Right. Like, yeah, right. Uh, like maybe it's not a zone. Maybe that's just what the relationship. And is. maybe that's like <laughs> fine and valuable. Yeah, and good. Right. Yeah, and like <laughs> of, is... of an equal yes of an equal value. Like oh no, it's a, it's a good thing that you have a friend. Yeah, friends are great. <laughs> Yeah. Teens, friends are great. And parents, stop doing that thing where if your child befriends someone who is oh, especially, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, there's multiple layers to not doing this, but like if your f- child befriends someone of the opposite gender, don't do some weird thing where you like tease them about it being their girlfriend or whatever, because one, that's heteronormative bullshit. And mm-hmm. two, who cares? Like they're just two kids that are like enjoy each other's company. And why do you have to put this weird thing into their head that might actually traumatize them in the long run Yeah, (laughs) for the reasons that Dan just described. They both love to swing. Oh, wait, no. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Those are the wrong choice of words. On the playground, you know. Yeah, Yeah, we know. We get you. Okay, got it. They both love Pokemon or whatever. But then even even swinging, I remember on the plane on the swings, I was a big swing kid. No big deal. Me too. This is a real thing. (laughs) Yeah, if you ever were like in sync with someone else swinging at the same time, you you were married were married and yes. if you were two dudes then you were gay lords and you had to get in there quick oh. and say you're the gay i'm the lord or else what this is so it's depressing awful. wow yeah. that is terrible i've never yeah. heard that 
Listen. But if you're quick, then you could be the Lord every time and then Ooh, do a sick backflip off the so many, swings and feel so many weird layers and bad to that. about yeah. all your interactions. And then yeah. you slide then, down like, the slide just, and, and just, the sixth graders would say, no, that's just a pile of sand on there. But, oh, it was a big lump of dog shit that you slid through. <laughs> oh, and then you oh, go no. and cry oh. behind one of the sheds at elementary yeah. school because you're just a yeah. sweet boy in short white yep. shorts. Oh. <laughs> this, this is a real oh. Brian situation. Yeah. <laughs> That's how Harry met Sally. That's right. Um, But seriously, like, just let people be friends, and who cares? Yeah. Can I just say one more story that's maybe not as visceral as Dan's? Um, (laughs) So sorry. That really stinks. Uh, But, you know, I... Uh, I had a baby uh, within the last year. What? (laughs) What? What? I know. We haven't really talked about it that much. But um, anyway, I was out with a bunch of other moms. We all had babies around the same time. And so we had formed this, like, you know, group to be supportive. It was because it was pre COVID. And so we could actually meet out places. But of course, it turns a lot of heads when eight people with babies about the same age, Mm -hmm. you know, come into a restaurant or whatever, sit around a table. And, you know, elderly people are so sweet. And this older lady, you know, struck up a conversation and asked, you know, we sort of went on the table and said, you know, who our kids were or whatever. And I have a daughter and uh, she happened to be the only girl in attendance at that time. And the very sweet lady said, oh, which one is she going to marry? And man, I bit my tongue and Mm. I'm not sure I should have, but I was so, I was just like halfway out the door to saying, oh, she might be into girls. Or, or also, she's a baby. Oh, any gender. <laughs> <laughs> and she's a baby. I know. And that's part of what stopped me is both like how rude it is for this older lady who's just trying to be nice. And I don't need to crush her Minnesota spirit. Right. You know, because like confronting <laughs> a Minnesotan, especially of a certain age, is like there is no cool way to do it. Like it is harsh, even you if you're trying to be gentle. Yeah. yeah, it is really, really hard to walk that line. But mm-hmm. also because I was like, and my head was in this whole tailspin of like, well, what if she doesn't even choose a gender? Yeah. And what, what am I dressing her in the right clothes? Like I am having this whole experience while somebody's ordering cinnamon buns. <laughs> and I'm just like, it shouldn't start this soon. Right. But it does. So it does. anyway, I guess to the question... I think people can be friends. I'm friends with guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're four incredibly attractive people. Yeah, <laughs> we're friends. Each other. Yeah. So, so there. So take that, Harry that. and Sally. Yeah. Oh, whatever. I think Get it is here. interesting that the movie's ending answered that question in one way, and then they changed it to answer a question in another way because of what American audiences mm-hmm. expected. I yep. mean, if that doesn't say like right. what the societal norm was at the time. But at the same time, they're so cute together. God damn it. Oh, oh man. They are cuties. Yeah, they are they're cuties. pretty great. They have so many meet cutes, too. So many. They just keep meeting over and over again. Yeah. yeah. I, I kept thinking, uh, as we talked about comparing this to um, the Sleepy Seattle movie, since they're mm-hmm. written by and starring... The same, some of the same people. You get where I'm going with this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then also, like, <clears throat> I think I might like that one better. And I think it it is comes down to your male lead. Like, Billy Crystal is, like, fine, but he's, yeah, he's just so on all the time. Mm-hmm. Versus Tom Hanks. Sw- I mean, swoon alert. 
<laughs> also, he's like, he's like way more tragic. He's got a yeah. dead wife. And like a kid. Oh man, that movie! I I just saw that. Why well, did I already say that? That I just saw that recently for the first time. I have a lot to say about it. <laughs> maybe well, we should maybe watch that. we'll watch it next sometime. Next Christmas. Yes. <laughs> old people made me think of old people who are mm. in this movie. God damn it. And that they transition are the best. was flawless. Well, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much. Those old couples. I mean. The best. The that, best. Is that, um, that structure, tool, I don't know. Thing, that thing in a movie um, is so effective. Just two couples being interviewed, staring straight down the barrel, mm-hmm. being friendly and natural with each other. Mm-hmm. I can watch it all day. I mean, they do it also Same. in uh, Hey, Here's the Matchmaker. Isn't it what? good to be a match? That show oh. Indian Matchmaker, what? right? Indian, oh. yes. yes. Yeah, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. A great wow. streaming service. That you can get for an affordable price with a large selection of content. Netflix.com, promo code TOTES. What? Oh, right. Right, 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 right. I forgot our scheme. Um, but it's it's just, it's so, I don't know, it's so nice to watch. It's just so nice to watch nice people charming. recant their nice times. So charming. Yeah, I, was, I, had a, I had a late bet that I texted while we watched the movie that yes. the old people, I okay, I based it off of what I saw in the first mon or like it's not a monologue. What would it be? Duo called long. a vignette. 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 Where I was like, this story sounds like a real story, but those people are actors. Like the way that they were interacting, I was like, there's no way that they are a real couple. Mm-hmm. So I I made a late bet that they were real stories, but performed by actors. Mm-hmm. And it turns out. That is true. Nice. It is true. Yeah, it, they were beautifully performed. Where'd they get those stories? Uh, some sources say Rob Reiner collected the stories, and some say Nora Ephron did. Wow. Mm, um, that mystery. she would use it as, when she didn't feel like writing, she would search out stories for inspiration Where? and to put in the movie. I don't know. She She's talks to people, I guess. probably just go to I diners guess. and like assault people at their table. It's like, hey. Hey, how'd you meet? Hey, you guys yeah. lo- you yeah. guys having a beautiful time? How you love. Meet? <clears throat> but that is actually one of my favorite questions. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm at a, well, back when we used to go to parties and mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And I would back meet. Back when you were allowed to be in a room with an old person and not feel guilty <laughs> <Right>. about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but sometimes it's nice if people seem open to it. Yeah. Uh, to ask, hey, how did you meet? Mm-hmm. That made me think of like. At the end, when they're at that New Year's party, I mm-hmm. was like, I know that I have been inside of my home for too long when I'm like, I want to go to a party like that. It looked so fun. Everyone yeah. was yes. dancing and dressed up and there was food. And I was like, I want to go to a party so bad. <laughs> and I hate parties so much. <laughs> it looks so fun. And she didn't even eat her appetizer. Ugh. Or what whatever it is past. Yeah. Are you talking about <laughs> the wedding? Don't you know in 30 years that you aren't going to be able to go outside? Eat the shrimp. <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. Just enjoy life while you can. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, boy. Yep. I mean, we'll enjoy it again. I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's fine. It's hey, just, look, we're all know. talking. Look at us. We're having a yeah, look at us. conversation. We're, we're partying. Four right? incredibly attractive people talking to each other. <laughs> yeah, four absolute 
tens, <laughs> chatting it up in our homes. It's like yeah. a New Year's party because we look yeah. so glamorous. It's yeah. like a party, but you could go to bed right after. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. don't got to get a taxi car. No. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Smith. Nope. <laughs> Shoot. What? Speaking I of music, this soundtrack yes. fucking owns. Uh, it's got a so bunch good. of great classic jingles so in it. So good. All performed by Harry Connick Jr. Well, not all of it. A lot of it. The music, like the piano, all the piano musicians is Harry Connick, but there's like some Sinatra, there's some Louis Armstrong in there. I did happen to notice that he was nominated for a Grammy Ooh. Uh, for the soundtrack. He was a big deal when that came he was like people were swooning over yeah him. when he when he popped up in the beginning the opening credits my wife was like oh is this what made harry kind of jr a thing yep yeah according to my limited thing. research nice. yes. and he was on will and grace oh Great. oh i i had bet that uh billy crystal would have a bob <laughs> who was baby dracula yeah <laughs> um, i think is how that bet right ended up and did it happen no, no parents no in this movie but he did have a set a sex dream where his mom was an eastern european judge east german so east german all right mm. yeah Which, that's um that's essentially a dracula that's a dracula. pretty close yeah, that's, that's basically close. a dracula yeah so i'm gonna get that point yeah, yeah. i'm willing yeah. to really you're gonna you? give that yeah. to yourself because <laughs> yeah. he, she's mentioned about a dream yeah, yeah oh, i, I mean he's it. reading a lot into it but you know that's the deepest part <sighs> of uh, Billy Crystal's psyche. So yeah, wow. he's got Dracula. Wow. I just don't feel like we can really dispute him on that, especially since I made some bets that might need some wiggle room as well. <laughs> Such <laughs> as? <laughs> well, I don't know. The whole year situation is always a mess. Yeah. Uh, I do think I got the Bechdel Wallace bet correct, though. I think we had at least three interactions yeah let's uh yeah. let's and run down the run down the road they do movie. come late it's yeah it's like hard to I watch i will say yeah the the first like i don't know like three-fourths of the movie mm-hmm. there are no passes and each time like there was one time where carrie fisher is talking talking to meg ryan about uh, getting herself flowers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like she starts this whole sentence about buying flowers, and then, and then the sentence ends with her talking about a man. And I was yep. like, "God damn it!" <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was so close. Yeah, you for like the Carrie Fisher back to Wallace teases. That was your Billy Crystal and Bruno Kirby do every sport that is or go to a sport that <laughs> yeah. isn't baseball. Yep. Yeah. They went I to was, a Giants game. I was genuinely mad when it cut New York to Giants. Yeah. When it <laughs> cut to a football game, I was legitimately pissed. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. It was well yeah. he like you would think it was baseball, A, because Billy Crystal's obsessed with baseball. Loves it. But also he had a baseball bat in his car I or in the know. car at the beginning. One of the the two things he took the two things he had in that car, apparently, you learn when he pulls them out, when he's apparently going to go live in Central Park. <laughs> yeah. At, at the just end of drop college, me off here. <laughs> is like a baseball bat and just like a little rucksack. Like it's basically a bindle that he like baseball bindle. Yeah. But no, we don't see the bat again until he yells at a child, which was a solid joke, by the way, where they're talking yeah. about how he's like, I feel like I've grown. And then he gets in an argument with a child about <laughs> whether he's still got time in the batting cage. Yeah. 
true. Great. And I wonder, I don't know if that um, arch where she drops him off, I wonder if that's Washington Park. Oh, yeah, it is. You're right. Okay. So well, it doesn't really matter. I just, I mean, just one last reason. He was going to NYU grad school. Oh, maybe mm-hmm. for his lawyer oh, degree. That lawyering. makes sense. Consultant. Mm-hmm. I did think it was weird that I feel like they wanted it to be like drop him off in the like Iconic recognizable New York, <laughs> location, yeah. but I'm like, why wouldn't you drop him off in front of his new house? <laughs> or like, yeah. Or at least a maybe. station, like a subway station or something. Right. Yeah. Maybe he's got to go hustle the ladies <laughs> oh maybe i mean he could be a gigolo the way they talk <laughs> about how much sex he's having in new right. york right that's a good point i liked that they made him a sexy character i will say that okay because i would say that it plays a little bit against type or what i it would does. expect yes and i was like you know what it's nice to add a little spice to that character mm-hmm it's great that he's really good at sex, yeah. and that is... Or he thinks he's really fine. good at sex. Well, you know, that's actually an excellent point. Yeah, we don't know. He's a frequent sexer, but whether he's any good at it, we don't really know. Yeah. Well, sadly doesn't kick him out of her bed. Enjoy, yeah, enjoy yeah. herself. Yeah, but that's like, I mean, that's years, well, yeah, years of emotional intimacy to like lock that in. Very good point. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we will never know. We'll so we never know, know whether they banged, but well, we don't we know, know they the banged. quality of it. Yes. Yeah. Billy Crystal or Meg Ryan, tweet at us. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag quality bang. Hashtag <laughs> okay bang. Quantity bang. I don't know. I just feel like quantity has to go after quality. Fair, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> there was a moment... Okay, so they talk about Casablanca like three times yes. throughout the movie. Yes. And there was a moment where they talk about Humphrey Bogart and Ingrid, Ingrid Bergman? Bergman. Ingrid Ber- Bergman. Ingrid Bergman. Uh, Inky Birdman. Inky Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> um, they confirm that they bang. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm pretty sure we had a whole conversation about that on oh, the Casablanca did. episode. Oh, we did. So all I'm saying is that... We were there first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nora. We had this conversation. We Step were off. there first in the year 2000 whatever. Yeah. So yep. eat shit, 1989 <laughs> movie. Yeah. I also, during that scene, uh, I was like, oh, they've synced up these their movies too easily. Like we have to go through a whole countdown thing to get it there, going. And it was just airing on TV. TV, bro. Yeah. That's how I got there. I was like, 89, it'd be even worse. What do they do? Like, say it on the phone. I was like, oh, this is broadcast television. (laughs) 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 I remember it now. Yeah. You remember when people used to just watch movies that were playing on TV? Yeah. Rather than just selecting it? Or like flip through the TV guide teens. There used to be this uh, book you would get at Mm -hmm. the the grocery store aisle. Teens, a book is a a series of pages (laughs) that are folded together and then adhered so that they stay together. Yeah. And you had to be like, oh, what's on tonight? Gremlins 2 is on TBS. Yeah. Let's check it out. Yeah. And also, it was a time when um, someone would call your landline. Um, and you would dis- you would sit in the room and not answer because you would screen the phone call by making them talk on your voicemail. Yes. Uh, for a little while. Yes. Um, and then you might pick up or might not pick up. Yes. And you probably, if you did, then it would record your conversation as well. Usually the tape didn't stop. Ooh. So you just had to be really aware of that. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, to make sure that you're back later. Maybe your parents are not listening to your conversation downstairs where the answering machine is. Yes, I guess that would just push. Yeah, push stop. Or what you say is, "I'll call you right back," and you you put the receiver, which was just the talking and the hearing part, right, um, down onto the mechanic of the phone, which is where the rest of the phone and the keypad. Yeah, phones used to have buttons on one box, (laughs) and then the talky talky heary part on another part Mm -hmm. of the box. I mean, not so old school where you had to hold it like the talky part separate. Yeah, but yeah, it was hard, y'all. It was a hard time. It was, but it was great time for storytelling. Never have anything that good again. You kids don't know how good or bad you got it. I'm unclear on what our stance is. Just different. You just have it differently. Yeah. Have it differently. Oh. I'm mad about it. I'm so <laughs> mad. It's not what I had, so you must be idiots. Pick a gender and stick to it. Yeah. That's Let's burn some coal. 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 Anyway, everything's great. We'll be fine. Uh. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> it passed the Bechdel Wallace at least three times. Yes. I counted when we were watching, and now I don't remember it all, but it'll be boring to list out for people anyway. So It was at least two, probably three. Mm-hmm. I'm Let's saying. say you nailed it. I'm going to say Thank you nailed you. it as well. Dracula yeah. Mom, three Bechdel Wallace tests. We're all winners here. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, those definitely both occurred with the same level of uh, <laughs> veracity. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I will take the I'll take the L on the audible baseball umpire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's because good. Yeah, we kind of have to. The fact they, that baseball wasn't even involved. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. Hey, you know it. what I did see though? Mm. I did see a hot dog stand. Oh man, I yeah. great hot dog. Was so pumped when that hot dog stand showed up. I. Miss the hot dog stand? What? What? What were you like, doing? I Did got up to pour myself a, a beverage. What oh. beverage? A diet coke. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. Ooh, was it and delicious and refreshing? It. Well, I didn't even get to drink it because I immediately knocked it over on the counter <gasps> and then yelled very loud. <laughs> And then someone was kind enough to wipe it up for me while I caught the next part, but I did miss the hot dog cart. Oh, uh, well, well, we'll beauty. take it. We'll find a picture and send it to you. Yeah, yeah. it was <laughs> okay. really good. Very New York baby hot dog cart. Speaking of uh, New York vendors, um, my maybe my newest, maybe my MVP of the movie, even though they had no speaking lines, but maybe the newest credits hero, Totes Recall credits hero, uh, was the. Christmas tree salesman <laughs> who was a very New York baby uh, merchant. Like he had a little cap on. He seemed like sort of a gruff older dude. Uh, he gestured wildly at his Christmas trees. <laughs> and his name is apparently John Arceri, Christmas tree salesman. <laughs> and I love him so much. John Arceri. John Arceri. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you all, you want to. F- you want a fucking, you want a fucking uh, fur? You want a Dutch fur? Yeah, I got Dutch furs. I oh, put yeah. Douglas fur. Douglas fur, that's what I meant. Eh. You put some tinsel and some lights on this one, it will brighten your you family's day. You fucking socks up. You buy a fake tree and you basically hate Christmas. You get, 
you buy one of those aluminum trees, I swear to God, you'd never <laughs> come to me or my family again, or I will rip your throat out with my You dad. might as well <laughs> decorate it with rats. <laughs> We're selling the scent of nature here to remind us that the dark times will end. But if you buy a goddamn fake tree, the dark times will continue when I drop you in the goddamn bay. <laughs> if you think you can come back to my pile of trees... On the side of the street, next to probably an apartment building of some kind, it's unclear. After you bought an aluminum tree last year, what, did you think you didn't want to clean up after yourself? You were too good for a couple of nature's blessings to fall on your living room floor? Get the fuck out of here. Well, you'll love the fucking scent of an evergreen filling your home. What are you going to do, light a friggin' candle? You piece of shit. John Garland ain't gonna cut it. <laughs> no, I won't help you carry that tree. I'm John Osteri. You drag it down the street like a bum. What do I look like? Are you? What do I look like? I look like I, I got time to walk away from the rest of these trees to help you I move this one these trees. Tree? I got 12 mouths to feed. What, I'm going to let my idiot son try to sell these trees? No, absolutely not. He's a good-for-nothing artist. Doesn't know... Thing about tree salesmanship. Oh, he says he's going to start something called the internet. Some garbage <laughs> about computer talk. Computers yeah, talking to each to other. Give everybody mail. I got mail for you. It's a tree. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, John Arceri, Christmas tree salesman. My MVP was every single person on that like thing in the airport. The, oh, like, yeah. moving walkway, walkway on the oh my airport. God. Yes. So they were good. so good. Yeah. What was they the direction they were given? like, a <laughs> giant <laughs> trench coat with huge sunglasses who's just staring straight ahead. Yes. Like, yeah. Obviously a secret agent. Yeah. <laughs> Either a secret agent or, like, literally two children stacked on top of each other <laughs> trying to get on a plane. <laughs> yeah. It's real good. It's real good. There's so many New York Baby MVPs. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Um, we should talk about DVDs and uh, Sally orgasming in the diner. Oh, pretending DVD to moments, yes. DVD moments, I'll have what she's having. Um, yeah, good scene, holds up. Comedy. Comedy, LOL. Acting. Acting, LOL. Timing, writing. It all comes together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think, though, I think the, the old lady, she's not even that old, um, who says, <laughs> I'll have what she's having. Yes. Um, I laughed harder at her first scene where she's just like staring so hard <laughs> and Sally just like, yes, give me more of this. I need to see this woman experience an orgasm in a diner. Fun fact. Oh, here's Rob fun Reiner's fact. mom. That's Rob Reiner's mom? Yep. What? Mm-hmm. Do y'all have mm-hmm. what she's having, lady? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's amazing. Wow. Robbie, what do you want me to do? You want me to... I want me to but <laughs> pretend that I'm entranced by Maggie having an orgasm in the middle of the diner because of the sandwich is so good. Molly, is that line also improvised? Um. Oh, the line. Uh, apparently, Billy Crystal came up with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I learned a movie fact once about that. Do you mm-hmm. think the original line was just Rob Wright's mom being like, "I will also have this sandwich." <laughs> Oh, I think give she me got one of those pastrami orgasm sandwiches. <laughs> that was the first, that was the original line. Yeah. Pastrami <laughs> orgasm sandwiches. Oh, man. Yeah. 
to me, though, one of the funniest moments of the movie is, um, and I thought the most surprising when I first watched the movie, mm-hmm. where Harry and Sally are trying to set up their friends mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. And instead, what happens is the two friends are attracted to each other instead of to either Harry or Sally. Yes. Um, and each of them counsels their friend to please let the other person down easy and follow up maybe the next day or whatever. And the speed and uh, hilarity with which mm. that not only doesn't happen, but it's like the most efficient script writing ever. Yes. Where uh, he goes, uh, Jess goes, yeah, I don't know if I feel like walking. I might grab a cab. <laughs> Carrie Fisher's character, Rhea's like, I'll come with you. And like they get into a cab and it hauls ass off. Yeah. yeah. Is, just, it took me beautiful. longer to describe the scene than for it to happen. Yeah. And it was so exquisite. Yeah. It's I really up. enjoyed that. They got to get back. I guess, uh, do they bang that night? Yes. Oh, the, yeah. Do yeah. they bang? Yeah. It's yeah. Easy one. Did they bang? In the cab. Did, did they bang? bang. Did, did they, they bang? bang? Yeah, the dynamic between those four were really great. Uh, I know we already talked about this, but like they was the movie did a really good job of making them feel like genuine people, which I guess is also something that I maybe it goes underappreciated when you think about like all the rom-coms that came after it is like so many rom-coms in like the 90s and beyond. It's just like every the friends are always just like these like absolute like caricatures of human beings where they maybe have like one identifying (laughs) element to their personality. Uh, But the fact that like all four of them seem like genuine people who like, you could actually see the four of them like getting along. Right. (laughs) And just hanging out instead of it just being like, Oh, I'm a crazy guy. I sound like Eddie Pepitone now. That'd be an amazing rom-com best friend. <laughs> oh, I'm your best friend who's entirely, his entire thing is that everything is shit and I'm full <laughs> of rage. Oh, but I'm going to hook up with your sexy, quirky friend who makes decoupage for Etsy.com. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, though? You know what I'm saying. I know what you're yeah, saying. That yeah, that's very specific. <laughs> <laughs> it is very, it does, yeah. Etsy.com, a great website to find uh, gifts this holiday season. Yeah, Connect with wanna, local artists. Check out Etsy.com. Etsy.com. Maybe they get a decent cut of the money. I hope they do. Etsy.com. <laughs> you can still avoid shopping local. Well, before we get to uh, our final reviews of the movie, um, we have two things to do. One, Ooh. we need to shout the names into the ether of our <laughs> new <laughs> patrons because we love them so much. I, l- I believe the uh, official term is put their name in lights in audio form. Ah, okay. Yes. 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 Thank you so much, Magnus. Yes. And thank you to Catherine Kepsel. Thank you, Catherine. Um, and the other thing we do is um, read a review of our podcast, Oldstreetgold.com, in the style of a character from the movie we just watched. Oh, Harry I know which character it's going to be. Sally show. And we have a review. Thank you. Ooh, to review. How fun. Uh, and, the Christmas tree. <laughs> salesman. Oh, Christmas tree guy? All yeah. Right. 
Um, Dan is the originator of the character. Do you want to? John Arthuri, Christmas tree salesman. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can do that. Sure. Okay. Toting great podcast, five stars. Over the last year or so, Totes Recall has steadily been rising towards the top of my podcast <laughs> feed. The concept of the show is solid. Solid as a straight Douglas fur that you could get for the hottest prices over at the corner of New York and Manhattan <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> the hosts try to recall a movie they barely remember. See the movie and eat an undisclosed amount of pizza and salad. And then meet up again to discuss how the movie held up through harsh 2020 eyes. Hey, whose eyes are harsher than 1989? John Osari, am I right? Oh, I'm full of cigar smoke and probably unhealthy amounts of saturated fat. But the real heart of the show is the genuine and wholesome chemistry of the four hosts. Totes Recall is a true feel-good podcast, and it reminds me of why I started listening to podcasts in the voice place. <laughs> five of five poultry geists. Oh. This is from Vaga Vaka from Sweden. Hey, Yay. all the way from Sweden. Who's got better trees than Sweden? I assume. <laughs> so thank you, or should I say talk? Is that I Swedish? just looked that up. It's thanks in Swedish. <laughs> oh, my God. Pandering. Uh, Pandering. Uh, hey. Yeah, hey, send us thank some you. Swedish tree pictures. Sure. Oh, um, yes, please. There's probably some good pines. I, I have I don't no know. idea. I don't know. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. That was actually really nice. Thank yep. you. <laughs> awesome. So, um, <clears throat> the rating scale, as we all remember. Of course. <laughs> Is meat cutes, which right. are cute meats that, that have met the meats, uh, flesh of animals, that kind of meat, mm-hmm. um, that have met cutely at some point in their life, and I guess are still together. Yep. I would assume that these meats are uh, perfect applicants to be interviewed on a couch mm-hmm. or a yeah. movie yeah. like When Harry Met Sally. Yep. So, Dan, you gave it a four. Yes. Thinking you would enjoy it. It's a good movie, but mm-hmm. maybe you enjoyed it more as a, a lovesick teen, and so it wouldn't hold <laughs> up as much. Right. Uh, I definitely, it definitely brought back a lot of nostalgia of being a lovesick teen and being like, when will that be for me? Uh, but now, as a 35-year-old, canonical 35-year-old who is in a... <laughs> stable monogamous relationship it was still very cute and fun uh and i loved it i thought it was one of the better romantic comedies uh i've seen to this day uh do better romantic comedies of the 2020s (laughs) so i'm gonna say five meet cutes oh yeah awesome uh beth you gave it five you were a little worried that since you fell asleep last time you watched it, it can't be that good. <laughs> but um, still gave it five. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I I think I was just really tired the first time I tried to watch it because this movie is great. The movie ended and I went, cute. Uh, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I'm going to stay at a five. Wow. Wow. 
So much I... meat. Solid meat. It's like that sandwich uh, that she was like stacking the pieces oh, yeah. from. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Was she removing uh, the meat or putting more meat on it? Unclear. Unclear. She was arranging it exactly the way she yeah. wanted it. Because oh. she was particular about her yes. food orders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave it a five meats that all smashed into each other in an airport and then oh, were right. drizzled with bold Arby's sauce. Would you, do you think that this pile of meat then uh, stuffed itself into a trench coat and put on sunglasses to try to get <laughs> yes, on a plane? Absolutely. Um, and I also really liked it. Um, something about it felt um, sort of, I felt like I could see the strings moving more than I wanted to. Um and even if it invented the formula, it still felt formulaic. Mm-hmm. But it did a great job of that. Um, I really did enjoy it. But I'm going to drop it to a four. Wow. Um, still really liked it. But something was not as bold. I was overly <laughs> bold with my sauce <laughs> application. Wow. I see. To get lost in my metaphor. Um, Molly, mm-hmm. uh, you gave it a four. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... I wrote good notes, but they're unintelligible. <laughs> oh, something about uh, you weren't going to like the pressure of you got to be 30 and get married. Yeah. Mm. But it probably would be fun. Yeah. Uh, that's all true. I'm going to use my time to cram in two things I wish I had mentioned. Wow. One, we talked about it off air, but forgot to bring up uh, on air how few people of color there were in this movie. Yes. Which is a high bar for 1989, I guess. But it sure. was sort of sad that I think Beth pointed out that like every waiter was maybe yeah. black. <laughs> so that was sad times. Um, and the other random thing I just want to bring up is one of my good friends had a meet cute in real life where uh, she met a guy while sitting at the DMV. Ooh. Wow. And they ended up having a very flirty conversation, exchanging numbers and going out on a date. And that was it. Turned out oh. they didn't have that much in common. Oh. But she was so sad because she was like, that would have been the best story. It really would have. Mm. Uh, yeah, we met at the DMV. We've been married for 35 years. It writes itself. It really does. Right. So I guess what I'm saying is some of these meet cutes, you know, don't last forever. Yeah, don't stay in a relationship just because this or- origin story is really solid. Like, yeah. yeah, just send it to Rob Reiner right. at <laughs> Netscape.net, <laughs> yeah. and he can use it in his next story. Yeah, yep. that's legit. Yeah, it's really the good. Advice. Teens as well. Your relationships and love life don't have to look like a movie movies right. present a specific and at times unrealistic view of what relationships are. So yes. if you are expecting yours to be like a movie, you're setting yourself up for failure mm. and, and, disappointment. And, and disappointment and emotional and trauma yes. and maybe even creating uh, oh. negative outcomes for the relationships that you're in because yes. your expectations are set too high. Yeah. Yes. Or your yeah. expectation is there should be drama. Like mm. you should storm out of a room and they right. should follow you. Yeah. Yes. Because they will not. If there's no grand gestures, they right. don't love you. Right. And people oh. express their love in different ways. Yes. Also. Or maybe he's not in love with you. Maybe he's just a stalker. Yeah. Like, like right. 
I was going to say the same thing. Helpful. Like maybe grand gestures outside of particular contexts are actually very problematic. Yeah. And can he show, Yeah. And can uh, maybe be interpreted in ways that you don't intend. Yeah, showing so, up at your workplace oof. not always a great idea. Probably you know. never a great idea. You know, unless you have like a very yeah. specific I mean, relationship already established. It's no one should show up at their own workplace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. actually, hey, <laughs> teens, teens, stop quit your jobs. Don't worry become, about if your relationship is a movie. Yeah, become Rise a climate up. activist. Yeah, seize the means of production. Yes, uh, tear down the system that oppresses you. Kill your masters. Kill your masters. <laughs> Whoa. Um, what else? What else? What else? We're coming in hot. Uh, Come on. Metaphorically. <laughs> uh, live, live free or die hard. Yep. This is about when Harry met Sally. <laughs> and this is and Molly's time that she. Yep. Yes. And Molly, yes. your rating is <laughs> five meat cutes. Oh. Yeah. It was fun. What a fun movie. It really I'm was. For it. Super fun. I was really into it. I had a great time. Uh, well, and wait, what was the song? I already forgot. No, the Harry Connick song. What was the song oh. you did? Oh, it, it, nice. had, it to had to be you. I gave you a five because you are alive <laughs> in my heart. Tomato. Oh, there we go. What are you doing, Dan? You're ruining this. There was a tomato tomato song in there. You're being a real <laughs> Helen right now. Oh, oh, how dare you. Walking in during a nice song and just being awkward and uncomfortable. I would never interrupt anybody experiencing the sharper image. <laughs> sharper image. <laughs> Where you can buy a chair that will rub your legs. Yeah. And, and a pen that will write upside down underwater. And look over here. It's... It's a screen that also is a hairbrush. Does your taxes. (laughs) Yes. It's a hairbrush. Hey, what we do is we buy one of those magnetic poetry sets and we just put nouns together until we have a product. (laughs) Brought to you by magnetic poetry. (laughs) You've got no pictures of friends or family to put on your fridge? Put some words on there. Just got to fill that void. Magnetic words. Fill the void in your life. (laughs) (laughs) Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. New episodes of Totes Recall drop on the 15th of every month. For more information and bonus content, visit us at totesrecall.com. Thank you so much for listening.